Welcome to another inspiring podcast from C3 New Hope. For more information about our church and its locations, please visit our website at c3newhope.com.au. you today is our heart for this beautiful church and it's actually our prayer that as you come into church you come into like a sense of home this is my family this is where I want to belong this is where I feel like God has planted me and my family it's not a chore to come but it's an absolute privilege to come into his house shoulder to shoulder with other people who we call friends and we also call family as well. So we're actually going to throw to a video um, that we've made just to give you a bit of an update about what God's saying to us as leaders and we want to share our heart and our DNA, what makes us us here at C3 New Hope. So we're going to throw to the video. G'day everyone, it's so good to be with you guys. If we haven't met before, my name is Dan and this is my beautiful wife, Ali, and together we have the marvellous privilege of pastoring in our amazing church, C3 New Hope. And what a church it is, we absolutely love it. You know, the church is God's idea, it's His plan, it's His heartbeat that every single believer would have a church that they could be planted in, that they could flourish, and a wonderful place that they could call home. That's it. And in this little video, we just want to be able to bring you guys on a bit of a journey to be able to share about what we believe God has placed on our heart for our church, our vision, some of our DNA. And today's not a sales pitch. It's not a not a campaign that we want to be able to convince people to. It's, it's really about a bit of an insight into what makes us, us. Hey, in Matthew 28, Jesus has some really important words, some instructions that he gives to the church that he hopes us to be. And uh, there are four things, four instructions he has for us. And the first one is to say, is he says, go and make disciples. And that's our heartbeat, to go and make disciples. He doesn't say, go and run flashy, amazing services, although we love our services. He doesn't say, go and run a hundred different programs, although we'd love being in the community and running different programs. He says, go and make disciples. Put your efforts have a focus on making disciples. And that's our heartbeat, to see believers transformed by the good news of the gospel, who then go out and be a difference in their world as well. The second thing he says is to, to baptise them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And we are a Trinitarian church, which basically means that we believe in God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Yeah, we absolutely do. The next thing Jesus instructs in Matthew 28 is to teach my people to obey my word. And that's us. We are a Bible-based church who wants to proclaim the good news of Jesus, the truth that the word holds. And that is our mission to always preach what the Bible says and teaches. And the last thing he says there in Matthew 28 in this great commission is the most wonderful promise that he could give us. I will be with you. Amen. You know, before he went back to heaven, Jesus gave us this promise that the Holy Spirit would be with us to help us on our Christian journey. And here at C3 New Hope, we seek and we desire the wonderful presence of the Holy Spirit. So from time to time, we have people come and ask us, what is the vision for C3 New Hope? And we simply tell them this, to follow Jesus, to become like Jesus, and to do what Jesus did. As simple as that, follow, become, do.
Our DNA is what makes us us. Here at C3 New Hope, we have 10 core values that we hold dear to our heart. So whether you're in one of our services or meet somebody at our church, we hope that these things are shining through everything that we do. And they're 10 our statements. And so these are things that we obviously would love our church to look like and be, but they're collectively things we all get to be able to foster as well. Our message will always be Jesus. Now, everything we do, it's always about Jesus. Our home is the church. Jesus is building his church. We worship him wholeheartedly. We use our gifts and find community in his house. And if our spiritual home is the church, then our family is one another. We hope to have meaningful, real, healthy relationships that spur one another on. People you invest into and build memories with. Friends that become family. Our call is to discipleship, helping others find salvation and follow Jesus. Our foundation is the Bible, worship and prayer. The Bible is the first and final authority in all situations. We believe in the power of prayer. It's the engine room of our church and we exalt God through a life of worship. Our passion is God's presence. We echo King David's thoughts when he said more than anything else, he desired the presence of God. It's the supernatural presence of God that distinguishes, heals, delivers and empowers us. Our lifestyle is one of faith. We believe and go the bold. We live by faith and not by sight alone. We lean into God and believe his promises according to his word. Our joy is generosity. We are blessed to be a blessing. We live knowing that it is better to give than it is to receive. We give of our time, treasure and talents. In our future, it's in our younger generations. Our church is for everyone, the young and the old. We had a word from God instructing us, build from the bottom up. So we are committed to teaching our children the ways of our great God. And our heart is to be authentic. This one is easy. We want to be real. We're not interested in a show or a performance. We know that doesn't impress God. We hope to be genuine and honest, vulnerable and transparent. Well, Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz, she had a famous saying, there's no place like home, and we couldn't agree more. Yeah, like we said beforehand, we would love to see every believer find a place where they can call home. And C3 New Hope is that place for you and your family. We encourage you to commit to calling this place home. If you need more info, speak to your campus pastor, jump on our website or socials, and we can help you with the information that you need. We'll see you soon. See you in church. See you in church. Awesome. Those moments I find funny because I think to myself, do I sound like that? <laughs> do I have that much grey in my beard right now? Oh, dear. That's one of the things, Dave, massive thank you to Harmony. She's up the back there. Um, Harmony, for those who don't know, and she's probably hiding right now, but um, she's done so much work to make today happen. Um, she's been responsible. Uh, do you like the, the, the light in the, in the foyer, by the way? The follow become do. Um, that was pretty cool. Uh, it feels like being like, you know, C3 New Hope nightclub going on in the moment right, right now. Um, just bring your own glow sticks and uh, away you go. Um, but she's been responsible for our, our signage and just and she does all the videos as well. And so Harmony, you are a saint. Um, you are talented, um, but the gift is you, not necessarily just what you do. Um, so thank you very much for that. And also the other person here that say massive thank you to is my man Maddie. Um, Maddie, who is spirit fingers on the on the uh, 
actually, he's, the man can do everything. And so I'm grateful for his friendship, but also his heart for the house. It's spectacular. And so I just want to give you a few scriptures here today. Um, by the way, that will be available on our website. That'll be available in, in time. That's going to be, it's right now available on YouTube. So if you want to go back and look at that again, um, our heart is that you are able to really find yourself not just listening to it once, but just know this, this is who we are. And again, we've deliberately called it our statements because it's not just my statement or Ali's statement. It's, it's who we are together. And there should be a certain kind of feel that when people come in, whether they're long-time friends or they're new friends coming into this house, there should be a certain kind of feel that they have. And my hope and my prayer is that, um, that we together can um, foster these things moving forward. Um, let me read a scripture from Psalm 92. And it says, But the godly, that's hopefully who we are here today, will flourish like palm trees. We had our Townsville trip guys come back last week and um, we're actually going to show up and share a video next week on, on some of the highlights from there but they would have seen lots of palm trees up in our Townsville campus and if today happens to be one of your first times we're actually one church in many locations um, so we have a, a location in Campbelltown so these guys are all seeing this video as well with a location obviously here in Townsville and then also in the Blue Mountains as well and it says they will grow strong like the cedars of Lebanon for they are transplanted, and other translations are they are planted to the house, to the Lord's own house. And this is a declaration I make. This is, this is not my house. This is not Ali's house. This is the Lord's house. And we have the opportunity to shepherd it, with the opportunity to foster it, with the opportunity and the responsibility for now until our time will come. We will pass the baton, just like Pastor Andrew and Pastor Claire did at the end of last year. Our time will come, come to an end at 1.2. It's not ours. This is the Lord's house. And it says, those who are transplanted, they will flourish in the courts of our God, even in old age. And I love this. It defies the natural science of when things should stop producing fruit. Even in the old age, they still produce fruit. They will remain vital and green. They will declare, it's my hope here, church, the Lord is just. He is my rock. And there is no evil in him. We, um, most of you guys would have received this little pamphlet, brochure, booklet, whatever you want to call it. Um, and I don't actually want to just take some time just to look at the back end of it. Um, most of that video that we just had there basically talked about the insides. And my prayer is that every single individual, young or old, have a chance to be able to know it, hear it, understand it. Um, but on the back here it says the commitment to our house. I just want to read through, because I understand that for most people here, um, when we walk out these doors, this will either stay in your seat or go in the bin or have sloppy egg yolk run down the middle of it. <laughs> so I just want to take a moment just today just to be able to talk about this. It says a home is different to a hotel. A home is a place where you go back to again and again and again. It's a place that you can belong to. It's a place that where you find family. It says here that homes are where sons and daughters are raised. And again, I just want to actually take a moment to honour Pastor Andrew and Pastor Claire. They have, we, we stand on their shoulders in this area particularly. Sons and daughters in the house of God. Not masters, not slaves, but sons and daughters, family that can come together. So I want to say thank you to Pastor Claire here today. We, we honour you guys and we've been given a good wicket. Homes have meal tables where you feast, 
laugh, cry, and connect. And his idea of mill tables I actually see being pivotal to the future of our church. Mill tables where people can get their legs under. Mill tables where they can truly connect. I think it's around the mill table where covenants with people are made, where divine relationships are made. And I see the, uh, the need for it more and more in our crazy, disconnected world, mill tables being something that's really important. It says that homes are a safe house for all. And uh, we, we live in a very broken, messy kind of world now. And it's important that when people come into the house of God, there's a safety and there's a foundation knowing that where healing needs to take place, that can, ha- that can happen. Where vulnerability needs to happen, that can happen too. But we want to be a safe house for all. Homes are a place of love, protection and provision. <laughs> uh, homes are of housework and responsibilities. Um, let me talk to that in just more, a little bit more in a second. You can see everyone going, oh. <laughs> but it's true. If you belong to a home, there's housework and there's responsibilities. I'm thankful for my mum and dad who at the age of 12, they said, from now on, you are cooking one night a week, cleaning one night a week, and doing your responsibilities. And I hated it. But you know what? I'm not an entitled brat now. Why? Because I learned what it meant to participate as a family member in the house. And so my hope and my prayer is that we will be the same as well. You still okay out there? It's all right? I want to talk real. I want to talk, this is necessary. One of the biggest dangers facing the church today is the consumeristic church. What does that look like? I'm just going to come, I'm just going to receive, and these things are good, it's what should happen. But it doesn't stop there. And in time, it should be a place where we serve and a place we should give back to as well. Okay, moving on. Homes can be renovated and rebuilt. It talks about living stones coming together and playing our part. There are some practices that are synonymous with calling C3 New Hope home. There's four Gs. <laughs> four Gs. Who wants five Gs? I'm not too sure. Um, Mark of the Beast. I don't know what it is. Um, but we are, we are in four Gs where I want to help people today. And these aren't all inclusive, but these are things that we believe that is what it means to be a part of home here. And the first one here is we love to gather in worship services. We love to gather in homes. Hebrews 10, verses 25, it talks about the don't forsake, don't give up the practice of gathering together. I've seen some statistics, and I was chatting with our small group leaders recently around some of the stats out there that um, most believers, most followers of Jesus, people who have given their life to Christ now, throughout Australia, the average sort of time of people coming to gather is twice every six weeks. It's, and that's, not, that's a trend going down. My hope and my prayer is that C3 New Hope will, will buck that trend, that's B-U-C-K, will buck that trend where we'll be found gathering together, lifting up the name of Jesus and found spurring one another on, like Hebrews 10 says. The second area says here is that uh, we forge relational bonds around meal tables committed to growing, this key word, together. We're stronger together. We need one another. In fact, the Bible said, the very first thing the Bible said about things of not being good, what was it? That man should not be alone. And yes, he was referring to a wife at the time, but also he was referring to that we are called to come together in this moment of being followers of Jesus. And tomorrow, tomorrow morning, or maybe tomorrow sometime, Ali Smith's going to send out an email where we encourage every single person in our church, people who call C3 New York their home, to be part of a small group. And what a small group is going to look like at least once a month, in the second week of every month, we're going to find ourselves coming around meal tables, 
spurring one another on, find ourselves in times of prayer together and be in the difference where together we grow as followers of Jesus. This corporate setting, it's fantastic. I love it. We will not replace it. But there's power when we come around together and be able to forge these relational bonds which we need so desperately in our world today. Next one is we know everything we have is because of God. When we understand that the source of everything we have is Jesus Christ, is God himself, the idea of giving becomes a non-issue. He's not a limited source. He's not a source that maybe you might run out of, like a, like a water tank. If I don't use too much now, I might, no, no, God is unlimited in his resource for us. So we give generously into our church home and we can give in multiple different ways. Yes, it does include finances, but it includes our talents, it includes our time as well, our heartbeat for the house. And last one here is we joyfully serve God and one another using our gifts. 1 Peter verses, chapter 4, verses 10, it says that every single person, they have a gift. And I want to declare that for every single person. And I'll declare as being, well, we have primary and secondary gifts. For most of us here, your primary gift will probably be used in your home, in your workplace, in your community, not necessarily to find these four walls. But every single person has an opportunity to have a secondary gift, which means I'm going to play my part in building the house of God. I'm going to play my part in being able to serve one another. And this is the thing about a gift. When it's in your hands, it's not a gift. It's just for you. The gift is, be, is to be given. It's to be, to be released. And the true nature of any kind of gift, the power of any kind of gift, is when it's actually given to someone else. This is what that scripture in 1 Peter says. It says that it's there for the, the edification, for the service of one another. Let's be people who jump into the opportunity to be able to serve God in his house. So tomorrow morning, there'll be a little um, email sent out to every single person with an opportunity to join a small group and be a part of a serving team. My hope, my prayer is that as people who are committed to our house, we can do those two things and be able to dive into uh, growing this house together. Last of all, before I actually read a scripture, um, there's a little opportunity here where it says, is C3, hope, C3, C3 New Hope your home? And uh, I know we're probably all sick and tired of seeing QR codes, but this is an opportunity where you can make a commitment today using your phones to be able to say, yep, this is my home, this is the place. And some of you guys here might have been around for many, many years and you might think, do I have to redo this? Well, I'm not going to make you redo this, but just like recommitting yourself daily to Jesus, it can be a really positive and powerful thing. And my prayer is that we'll find many, many, dozens and dozens, hundreds of families find themselves being able to call C3 New Hope their home. And if you're in a place where you want to do that today, I encourage you, you can do that right now whilst I get myself ready for this next little scripture. Um, and... We will be sending out information here if you want to be able to look at it more and dive into it. But if you'd like to be able to fill that in right now, um, you can have permission to get your phones out, get off Facebook, and then be able to jump onto this, uh, which would be fantastic. So why don't you do that now if, you, if you've got some time, you've got some space. And I'm just going to find myself reading out one last scripture before I pass back to Ali here today. Because I can smell those bacon and eggs, and uh, we are going to be finished in just a moment. Colossians 3, it, the title of my... Bible says, living the new life. Living the new life. And it says these, these words. Since you have been raised to new life with Christ, set your sights on the realities of heaven, where Christ sits in the place of honour 
at God's right hands. Think about these things. And this is something we're going to encourage our church, our children to do. Think about these things of heaven, not the things of earth. For you died to this life and your real life is hidden with Christ in God. When God so when, And when Christ, who is your life, is revealed to the whole world, you will share in all his glory. Paul then speaks to the, uh, the church here and he, he basically says that our old life had, had certain characteristics, certain bits of clothing. And Matt, you can come on up if you want. Um, certain bits of clothing that sort of um, signified and defined who you were. And Paul says, get rid of those things and I want you to put these things on instead. So we go to verse 12 now. It says, since God chose you to be the holy people he loves, you must clothe yourselves in tender-hearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. <laughs> Make allowance for one another's faults and forgive anyone that offends you. Remember the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. Above all, other translations say, most importantly, clothe yourselves with love, which binds us all together in perfect harmony. And let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. For as members of one body, you are called to live in peace. We are one body church, brothers and sisters in Christ. And always be thankful. I wonder if we can even pray these words in our hearts, that the message about Christ in all its richness fill your lives. Not just enough to get you through a Sunday morning. May it fill our lives. Teach and counsel each other with the words, with, with the wisdom he gives. Sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to God with thankful hearts. As we close now. And whatever you do, whatever you say, do it as representatives of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. We hope you've been encouraged by this message. For more information about C3 New Hope and its locations, please visit our website at c3newhope.com.au. Thank you.